Right when you think things can't get any worse, the Chargers author their worst loss in franchise history, and you get to truly see just how important Justin Herbert is. You are Locked On Chargers, your daily podcast on the Los Angeles Chargers, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What is up and welcome into the Locked On Chargers podcast. I'm your host, Daniel Wade, joined as always by my co-host, David Drogmeyer, and we've been covering the Chargers together now for eight seasons, and we've never seen a game like this, but we've been covering the Chargers for Locked On Chargers, your team every day for six seasons. Thank you guys so much for making us your first listen, especially after having to watch what you all had to watch on Thursday Night Football. We appreciate you even more to make sure you never miss the show. Go subscribe or follow for free on the Lockdown Chargers YouTube channel and listen wherever you get your podcast from. The most embarrassing loss in franchise history. I mean, I'm, I'm willing to take on other, you know, things like, hey, 45-0 against Patriots, sure. The way this happened, 49-0 against the AFC West rival on prime time, I don't think it gets worse than that. I don't think it can, right? And you see just how important Justin Herbert is. Can Brandon Staley survive after this one? We thought he'd be safe for the season. Now I honestly don't know because after that, it feels like anything is possible tomorrow morning. But today's episode, fittingly, is brought to you by LinkedIn Jobs, who helps you find the qualified candidates you want to talk to faster. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash NFL. That's linkedin.com slash NFL to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. David, the most embarrassing loss in franchise history is what we just watched on Thursday Night Football. I'm wearing a hood because I want to hide from being a Chargers fan in my own house. That's how embarrassed I am after having to watch that football game, having to sit through that football game. I had to put that game on mute for long periods of time because I could not stomach to hear the commentary that they were saying because it's all true. That was horrendously bad. I have never seen at any level of football, whether it's NFL, college, peewee it doesn't matter a sloppier dirtier more disgustingly bad football game than we watched 42 points given up in the first half 63 points given up to the raiders on national football in front of the world i don't know how you could be more embarrassed as the owner of this franchise than you would after watching this game tonight if this is not the final straw, if this is not enough for you to make sweeping changes, it will never happen. Yeah, unserious franchise. Like, like my first thoughts after this game, and, and for most of this game, were what a joke. And, I mean, you can see me smiling, and that's just kind of like you have to kind of laugh at it because it's truly laughable, the performance that the Chargers <sighs> put out there. Laugh keep from I crying. Mean, terrible game plan, poor effort. I mean, like – the biggest thing that you take away from this right is like like justin herbert should get an mvp vote after this game after leading a five and eight team after seeing so lay bare what this team is right like justin herbert is and was the only thing that holds this team together like i just don't know how you could question how important he is after seeing a game like this like we always knew but maybe seeing a performance like this maybe we even underestimated it and i'm not gonna you know take three garbage time touchdowns a broken coverage to say okay well the offense wasn't that bad right like it was 49 to zero 
at one point. Like everything else after that is totally unimportant. You gave up 63 points, which is the most in franchise history. The most they had ever given up before that was 57 to zero to the greatest show or not 57 zero, but they gave up 57 points to the greatest show on turf in the year 2000, right? They gave up 63 in large part against Aiden O'Connell, right? So like Justin Herbert has Who? never been more important to this team. Like, then you see right here, David, like without him, like this team just looked totally deflated. And like, you really, really see how much he is propping up this flawed roster. You don't understand how valuable things are until they go away and you don't have them anymore. <laughs> right. It's no more true than what you saw tonight. Justin Herbert covered up a lot of deficiencies on both sides of the ball because of his superhuman ability to play quarterback in the National Football League. Yeah. His ability to escape pressure, his ability to keep plays alive, his ability to throw with accuracy and, and touch and throw missiles across the football field to put his team on his back. I mean, I, I know we all remember that game against the Raiders, you know, where it was yeah. win or go home, where he converted, what, 15 fourth and tens? Yeah, week 18, 2021. It, yeah. Like that's that's what Justin Herbert is capable of, and now that you don't have him, you see how horrendously flawed this football team is, and there's no Justin Herbert to cover it all up. Now it's all laid in front of everyone's feet for everyone to see. Yeah, and I mean, you know, shout out Keenan Allen too because the offense is always, I mean, you know, he's been the engine of this offense too, and I mean, that's obviously something. The Chargers couldn't get past, but like you just see how much of a mess this team is because like we're talking about Justin Herbert. Justin Herbert doesn't play defense, right? Nope. Like, and that's like the truly wild thing about a performance like this. And and Justin Herbert, like it's just you know for all of the the flack that he takes all over social media, right? Like it, it felt like vindication on Thursday Night Football. For as embarrassing as that performance is, it's like a oh, good. I'm not crazy. This is kind of what I thought they would look like without Justin Herber in the building. And like, you just see like, okay, that man is worth every penny and probably more, right? Like it, it's insane to see what this team has devolved to without him. And like, the thing is, David, there's three games left. Like, what are these three games going to look like down the stretch? You know, and we'll talk about it later. Like they're taking, taking too far. Like, because at this point you're making yourself Way less attractive. Far to other potential head coaches in the future. But, like, let's talk about the head coach right now, Brandon Staley. Can he survive this one? Because the thing is, the Chargers do not fire coaches midseason. They haven't done it since 1998. It's been 25 years. Can he survive this with three games left? I sure hope not. I mean, I sure hope not. You're a defensive coach that has had a defense the last three seasons that have been ranked 27 or worse in the NFL. That's it. I mean, you've been straight up bad. And this right here, this was the cherry on top of the Sunday. You absolutely got outcoached by an interim head coach, an interim offensive coordinator, and they put up 63 points on your defense that had most of all of their starters on the field playing for you tonight. You had <laughs> absolutely no answers. You got embarrassed. And I hope the owner was embarrassed with this performance, embarrassed enough to make the decision to pull the trigger and get rid of Brandon Staley early. It's done. What else do you need to see? That was atrocious. Yeah, and, like, the thing is, is I, like I've said all season, like, the Chargers don't necessarily get better without Brandon Staley. I mean, maybe after a performance like this, it is galvanizing and someone could come in and, you know, try to be the phoenix that brings this team from the ashes because they couldn't be any possibly lower than they are currently. <laughs> 
But, like, you're just putting more work on someone else's plate down the last three games of the season, right? So, like, it, I don't know how much it helps, but what it does do is it sends a message. It sends a message that this is not okay against any team, but it's definitely not okay against the Raiders, right? To do this against an AFC West rival, to do this against, you know, family trust respect is said for a reason. Like, it's always F the Raiders to let that happen and to have Mark Davis scary self you know sitting there in a box smiling down more than a few times that is a horrible sight i know i had said that amazon needs to put a warning before they put that face on the screen because that was startling and that's like a thousand dollar haircut too. search mark davis's haircut if you want to feel a little bit better (laughs) about this game but like oh man i don't know how he can survive it man like like i mean there's been other games right like there's been other bad losses but at least in a lot of those like it wasn't really the defense outside of like you know the detroit lions game right where you give up 41 points and we thought that was bad right if you could take me back to this defense only allowing 41 to the Lions, please like put me in a sign me up man but like i I don't know how you could justify it like i know they don't do it i i know it might not even help much but send a message to this team that performances like this are unacceptable and the problem is with this team is it doesn't stop there like just brandon staley can't be the scapegoat for this man like it it can't stop at brandon staley because the flaws and just this roster have never been laid so bare poison goes deeper it it is man like this is a deep-rooted problem we've talked about we told you guys this week like this goes so much further than Brandon Staley, and he's going to be an easy scapegoat after a game like this, but it really, really can't stop there. So we're going to talk about why you have to burn it all down coming up right after this. This episode is brought to you by LinkedIn Jobs. <laughs> when you're hiring for your small business or big business, you want to have as many top-tier candidates as possible to interview. That's why you have to check out LinkedIn Jobs because LinkedIn Jobs has the tools to help you find the right professionals for your team faster and for free. LinkedIn isn't just another job board. LinkedIn has a vast network of more than a billion professionals, which make it the best place to hire. I hope that the Chargers use LinkedIn jobs when they are looking for their new potential head coach. I have a few guys in mind for sure that could do a lot better than what we've seen. But LinkedIn knows what small businesses are wearing so many hats and might not have the time and resources to hire. Thankfully, with LinkedIn, the process is intuitive, quick, and easy. So post your job for free at LinkedIn.com slash LockedOnNFL. That's LinkedIn.com slash LockedOnNFL to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. I also have to tell you guys about something that's actually good, and that's Logic's banking. You know in this show you get a lot of in-depth analysis and takes, but let me tell you my hottest take of the day, and that's that the best lineup in L.A. right now belongs to the auto loans at Logic's. They start off at the top with my favorites, the proven and dependable new and used vehicle loans. You can count on these guys to give you low rates and save you big-time bucks. Next up, they have the exciting new rookie sensation in their electric vehicle loans with super low rates and flexible payment turns. Rounding out their lineup, they've got the auto refinancing loans and lease buyout loans with these guys. You can lower your monthly payments and get on the road to owning your car faster. Look, I know it's a hot take, but I seriously don't think anyone can beat the lineup at Logix. Visit your local Logix branch right here in LA and the surrounding area and let one of their amazing team members help you or just apply online in minutes at logixbanking.com forward slash car. That's L-O-G-I-X banking.com slash car. David, the problems with this team are like a cavity, right? Like, and it's like, hey, it, it, it rots from the top down. Like, that's how it is. It, it's deeply seated inside this organization. You don't get to performances like this in fully functioning, well-run organizations. You just don't. You're not going to be able to argue with me. I'm not taking any arguments. You just don't. Good teams don't lose like this. 
right? Like it, it just doesn't happen. And I know the Broncos gave up 70 and won five games in a row after that. But like, we know that what it is with this team, right? Like we know how deep it goes. And the thing that scares me, right? Is that Brandon Staley's fired. They clean house in the coaching staff. They go and hire a new first time head coach and say, Hey, this is the hope that we're selling you. We're selling you this hope that it was just Brandon Staley. He was the wrong guy. We're going to get it right this time. And to me, that's not the answer, man. Like, and it can't be the answer for this team. It's so deeply rooted that it can't stop with Brandon Staley. And to me, this was the wake-up call. This was the most glaring sign ever that you have to burn it down. Burn it to the ground. You need to erase and eviscerate everything that this Chargers organization has been the last 25 years that I have been following it. Just so many times you get so close and then you don't get there and and you fa- you fail, right? And yeah. then it gets to a point to where you get stuck in purgatory because you're just you're not good, but you're not bad enough. But now it's just embarrassingly bad. Yeah. And it's at every single level. No, you cannot stop at Brandon Staley. Brandon Staley is one part of this problem. The other person that needs to go, Tom Telesco. He's the guy that has been putting these rosters together for the last decade that has not produced any championships of any kind, division or otherwise. Correct. Two and three record. That's it. No. And and honestly, it's got to go even further than that. It's got to go up to football operations as well. Put somebody who actually knows what they're doing, who has been in football operations, that has made decisions to win football games, has a track record of success. Right now, there's nobody in that building that has any track record of success. It's been all a bunch of failure. Yeah, and of course, who David is talking there is John Spanos. John Spanos. Spanos' son, yeah. who is the president of football operations and has been since 2015, right? And it, like it's like, hey, if you're you know, really trying to pull this thing out from the root, right? Like weeds are from the root. If you pull out just the top of it, they're just going to grow back, right? If you keep doing the same thing, eventually it's always going to come back here and it's such a vicious cycle man it's called it's insanity like, it, it is and like the thing is is like a lot of probably younger fans don't remember that this team was a force in the 2000s right yes they four were four consecutive afc west championships yeah they didn't go up against they beat you know, the Patrick raiders Mahomes. 17 straight times a god longing for those days right and, and it was good players right and, and they never made it to the mountaintop but god man like Give me just consistent winning. Give me playoff trips every season because you have a great quarterback. Like, I'm not even looking. Like, obviously, you want to win a Super Bowl, right? I mean, that feels as far away from here as it's ever been. Like, that feels so, so far away. Like, the Chargers seem so far away from a championship right now. Like, after watching a game like this, that it's, it's really tough to fully kind of grasp how deep this thing goes. But, yeah, I mean, hey, if you want to fully, fully burn it down, that would include someone like John Spanos, and it's not going to happen, right? And if you're the owner, you're not going to fire your son, even you if he should be fired, right? Because he's part of it. If you're the president of football operations of a team that goes and loses the way this team lost, that should be part of it. Okay, that's fine. Take a ceremonial approach to that position now. Find people to put around him that are making the calls. You doing it the way you think you should do it as a family hasn't worked. Let the power go. How many championships have you this? have you have you earned since you took over ownership of this football team? Well, yeah, the, zero. The, the Chargers have zero as a zero. Franchise. But that's the thing, though, is it's like 
letting go of the power is going to be the hardest thing. If you want a Bill Belichick, you're going to have to cede some of that power. If you want a Jim Harbaugh, you have to cede some of that they power. They need right? to. And, and I think, like, the hard thing, too, especially about this game, is, like, we talked about the importance of Justin Herbert, but, like, what's the excuse for the defense? Oh, Why man. would Khalil Mack want to return to this, man? Like, this was the first game this season where it felt like the effort should be questioned. Like, this was a low-effort game by this Chargers defense. And, like they, like you said, like, they had pretty much all their starters. The only starter, really, they were missing was Joey Bosa, and you could say Dean Leonard. Do you think it was because Dean Leonard wasn't in that they gave up 63 points in this game? I can promise you it's not, but, like, partially. what are the parts you can salvage from this defense? Because this is a defense that gave up, hey, let's not talk about the two touchdowns the offense gave up, right? This is a defense that allowed 49 points to an offense that had Aiden O'Connell throwing a, a, an Aiden O'Connell leading a team that got shut out by the Vikings last week. Like, I feel like I'm in crazy town right now, man. Like, what's the defense's excuse for this game? Justin Herbert is not one of them. No, it's not. It's poor. It's It, it was poor effort across the board, but you, you didn't see really any penetration of any kind. You saw way, way too many missed tackles from everybody on that defense, including the leader, Derwin James. Derwin James missed a ton of tackles tonight. and Yeah, and got toasted, the, yeah, and for a touchdown, too. I mean, it goes beyond the tackling with Derwin James right now. Michael like, Davis was atrocious tonight. He gave up over six catches over 100. In the first half. And that was two the touchdowns. <laughs> they were like, where's Michael Davis? I need to throw the ball directly at him because I know my receiver is going to be open. That was open season all night long. The Chargers did nothing of any redeeming quality on the defensive side. It was hard to watch. I mean, the Raiders did whatever they wanted. They had their way. They were not really stopping the run very well either, which is something they did somewhat mildly decently this year. Early in the year, yeah. Early in the year. Lately, it's been just back to the status quo of being really yeah. bad, which I think is just, you know, the mask is now off. Now we know exactly what the defense is who they are and tonight it sh it showed that they were not prepared and that is definitely on the coaching staff but also the one thing you can always control is your effort and you know when you go out there on the football field at least you got to give that tonight it I didn't see it yeah I didn't see it either and and the thing that scares me is you know what I talked a little bit about before is just like why would Khalil Mack want to come back to this in 2024 like obviously you know like you have other guys in, you know, hey, you sure you could trade Khalil Mack. Sure. You know, yeah. you're rebuilding, whatever. Like, you don't sure. get better than no. having the guy that has 15 sacks and leads the NFL this season, right? Like, yeah. you're not better without Joey Bosa. Maybe you could spend those resources a little bit more effectively because he's missed so many games and things like that. But, like, yeah. how do this, how did, like, is the thing is that's a truly sick part of this of Tom Telesco is he might leave and leave them 40 plus million over the cap in 2024. <laughs> Figure like, it leaving out. things as a total disaster. Like, to me, truly, I think you saw it tonight. If you have Justin Herbert, he's always going to keep you around. But, like, the extent that Justin Herbert has been dragging this roster to winning records, right? Like, that is so apparent right now, more apparent than it's ever been. And I think when you lose a game like this, like, how do you get the vets to keep buying in? How do you get these young players to keep buying in? How do you get guys who want to stick around or to come sign with your program, right? Like, yeah, all of those I things, know. I think, are up in there. How do you tank and tank wrong? How do you take the tank too far? The Chargers did that. Like, 
The Chargers not took the that literally. Far, where no matter what, the best thing for them was always to lose the rest of their games this season. And somehow they still didn't do it right because I truly think what happened on Thursday night is something that could affect their coaching search. So we're going to talk about that coming up right after this. I do also need to tell you guys that this episode is brought to you by BetterHelp. The holidays can be great, but this is always a time of the year where I need extra therapy, not just because of the Chargers doing that to me, but because I have to go see a lot of people that I don't talk to a lot, and they always just bring up a wide range of emotions. The holidays always do, and it can make you feel a little bit down. I know it happens to me. Talking to someone and getting therapy can help with that. So whether it's by starting therapy, going easier on yourself during the tough moments, or treating yourself to a day of complete rest, remember to give yourself some love this holiday season, even if the Chargers are doing this the day before your birthday. But the great thing about BetterHelp is it's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. All you have to do is fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. In the season of giving, give yourself what you need with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P.com slash on. David, we have to get into the rest of this game. I truly, like, this is one of those games that's so bad that, like, I found myself laughing to keep myself from getting so mad. Like, this game broke, David. I mean, if you saw the tweet that David put out earlier, the non-family-friendly, expletive-laced tweet that David put out Sorry. earlier, you can tell what this team has done to him, right? Like, and it's it's done that to a lot of their fans for too long. And just at the end of the day, the frustration that we have here is because, like you guys, we know that you deserve better, right? Like we know yeah. that this franchise doesn't deserve the, the fans that they have right now. And we're going to get to that. But I do need to tell you guys that Lockdown has launched the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel on YouTube. So if you want to watch things about any other sport other than football, you can find them 24-7 on the Lockdown Sports YouTube page. And you can subscribe now to the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel. But David, did the Chargers take the tank? too far that's the next question here because like i said you want to get a top five draft pick at this point right like because that's going to make you a more attractive destination to a potential head coach right like you have justin herbert like that's the thing here it's like it's hard to mess up because you have justin herbert and, and if, if you can sign on to be a head coach for a team that already has a, a top five-ish quarterback, right? Maybe that's up for debate. To me, he's a top five quarterback, and I think he showed it in this game that he might be a top three quarterback about how much he's been covering for this team during his career. But having a top five pick, potentially, another very attractive thing to have for a potential head coach. But if you watch this game, David, and see how far away this Chargers roster looks, like it, to me, it felt like they took the tank too far. Like you're never trying to lose. You can't because the players on there will all, it, it could look like that, right? If you're trying to lose, it could work worse somehow, maybe. But like it, to me, this was tanking even, like they even did tanking wrong to me in this game. Yeah. I mean, I, I knew that the best thing for the Chargers was to lose all their games. I didn't want to see this performance. This was embarrassing. Like, just like I, I get it. Like, I understand the Chargers are done. They're out of the playoffs. There's no point to win the games. I completely understand that. Yeah. But that doesn't mean that they got to go show that type of effort. Yeah. Or the lack of effort that they showed tonight. That 
like you know for your fans like you still have to go out there and give your best go out there and try to make plays go out there and try to at least try to win yeah go beat the raiders no matter what your record is if even if you're out of it you go beat the raiders man like that's what you have to try to do it's freaking daniel wade's birthday today like (laughs) come on like that is it's disrespectful that you put on that type of performance i agree against the raiders for dan that just should have never ever happened but on a, on a serious note, like this game should have never happened. I don't yeah. care where you're at in the standings. This is the type of effort that is completely unacceptable. And yes, I do feel like this definitely takes some of the luster away from being able to partner with Justin Herbert because Justin Herbert is truly great. And we saw that tonight when he was not available to be able to bail you out. Yeah. Every unit on your football team was horrible tonight. The special teams was bad tonight. The defense was horrible tonight. The offense was horrible tonight. Yeah. The coaching was horrible tonight. Everything was seismically bad. Yeah, it was. I mean, there's no other way to look at it. Like, even tanking, this feels like a step back for me. Because, yes, I mean, I think what we saw tonight, like, what are the chances the Chargers win another game this year? Like, <laughs> Zero. Negative. negative zero yeah i don't know man and, and like it, you know easton stick had some brutal moments i'm not even putting much of that on him tonight like nah, I, you me know, neither. he did lead three scoring drives that did take the raiders pulling a raiders move and totally busting a coverage for a josh palmer 79 yard touchdown thanks for that right? yeah and and you know down the stretch like you know i think the chargers offense outscored the raiders offense in the second half because the chargers offense also scored two touchdowns for the raiders so like i mean there's things you could look at for easton stick because there's a moment where i'm like okay well the easton stick experience as the backup is done and, and maybe it is right he did have multiple turnovers two that led directly to defensive scores but he did lead three second half scoring drives hard to imagine he would be a backup again next season if things continued that way did have i think the biggest thing for him is like if you're going to be the backup the one thing you can't do is turn the ball over, right? Like, you have to at least be able to be a game manager. You have to at least be yeah. able to not totally destroy your own team by your mistakes, right? And we talked about it. I talked about it going in. The pocket presence is a big problem. He should have had three fumbles against the Broncos. One of them, he barely had a pass going forward. It should have been three fumbles, and two of them would have been lost. This yeah, game, one of the one of the fumbles in this game there, he absolutely got tattooed. He <sighs> just didn't feel the, the rusher come around on the left side where, unfortunately, Rashawn was not a, able to, to pick him up. And oh, man. He got smacked because he, he was smoked. too worried about Max Crosby on the other side. Yeah. And that caused a fumble, and, I mean, I don't know who wouldn't, you know, getting hit that blind, you know, that, that blind. Like that, that's going to, that's going to happen when, when that happened, it, that was bad. That was hard to watch. Yeah. And I mean, we didn't even get to see, like, the, I thought there was, you know, Isaiah Spiller had some good moments because that's what like the rest of this season is about. Right. It's like the young players, right? Yeah. Like he had some good moments. Josh Palmer goes four for 113. Obviously a lot of that's a 79 yard touchdown. Quentin Johnson gets his second touchdown of the season. But like, at least if you would have given me like Quentin Johnston six for a buck 40, I'd been like, oh, get, thank you for something. Give me something. You know, can... you know what? There's one thing. There's okay. one thing that I kind of please, liked please a little bit. And, and it was Brendan Hymas playing center. Uh, I felt like he actually did a pretty decent job in, you know, oh, in, 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 you know, backup for sure. Clapp, who the unfortunately third string got hurt. center. Yeah. Right. No, but yeah, Hey man, no. I, I am grasping for straws when we're talking about positives, but like how a third it, string center. Okay. Third string center late in the second half. Right. Yeah. Like if that's what you're talking about, then, we, then obviously it was a complete and utter failure. Right? It was. Like, and somehow I still come away with this game in a game that the Chargers are getting smoked 
unreasonably mad at Stone Smart. And that's when you know things are going bad for the Chargers, when the special teams are bad, which is crazy because Ryan Ficken, you know, I hope to God if they do burn everything down, put him in a fireproof blanket and yes. hide him in a, in a safe or a vault somewhere. Please. So you keep Ryan Ficken because this team needs Ryan Ficken. He's the only person I've ever seen coach well this team for special teams. Like, he's the only one. And, and, and over 20 it, years of following it, it, this If team. Staley gets fired, make Ryan Ficken the interim head coach. When the special teams are bad, that's when you know it's bad, right? Yes. And, like, Darius Davis gets stripped on a punt return. Like, that's where you feel like you saw his size and, and size mattering a little yeah. bit. Because, like, yeah. it was like when Khalil Mack took the ball away from Drake London last year against, yeah. like, he, yeah. he, yeah. Taking candy he sunned from a baby. Him. He yeah. sunned him, right? Yeah. Like, I'm just going to snatch this right Give out of that. your hands. Yeah. Taking candy from a baby, all of those things. But they also had a couple of penalties, which never happened. None of them more infuriating. Then Darius Davis trying to give us an actual good thing, right? Not just, you know, Brendan Heim is playing well, which, hey, that's good for the future if you have a better backup plan than Will Clapp, right? So, uh, you know, something that makes you feel a little bit better about Corey Lindsley and his future in football, sure. We almost had an actually legitimate good moment where Darius Davis was going to have an 80-plus yard punt return touchdown. Yards. He was going to lead the yards. NFL in punt return touchdowns. He would have been the only person in the NFL that had two of them this season as a rookie. He's a stud just for those reasons. Like, he's... A good pick, 4-3 pick. That Absolutely, is a good yes. pick, unequivocally. Stone Smart holds against the punter. It's one thing you to get a holding call. You didn't even need to do it. You didn't need to hold him. He was 30 yards away from Darius Davis. Darius Davis dusts A.J. Cole right there, the Raiders punter, 100 Ten out of 100 times. times. Out of, yeah, 1,000 times out of 1,000. And that's maybe how broken we are. I mean, even Cameron Dicker almost missed an extra point in this game so like it just everything and he's never missed one in his entire career so it just felt like everything you know that could Ugh. you know that could go wrong went wrong murphy's law that's what happened to the chargers in this game thank you guys for coming here to vent with us because man like you can put it in the chat like is, is there even anything comparable to this right like I don't think there is like this is the most embarrassing loss in franchise history and we've never seen how much work needs to get done more than we saw on Thursday night against the Raiders but that's gonna wrap things up for today's show maybe make sure you're checking on us tomorrow morning because if Brandon Staley gets fired tomorrow I might have to wake up extra early before I go to work on my birthday to record a special episode of Locked on Chargers if he gets fired tomorrow morning so make sure to not miss it by subscribing or following for free on the Locked on Chargers YouTube channel and listening wherever you get your podcast from if you're at work might need to subscribe to the podcast so you can get that audio right away and vice versa if you want to watch it on YouTube. But you can also find the show every day on our social media. Find us on Twitter at LockdownLAC, on Instagram at LockdownChargers, and our Locked On Chargers Facebook page. You can also find me and David on Twitter, me at DanTalkSports, and David Drugmeyer at DrotalkSD. Charger fans, thank you truly for being here. It's cathartic a little bit to be able to vent about this, and I know how tough it is right now. You deserve better. You should never be made to feel like you don't because what you saw on Thursday night was absolutely unacceptable, uh, unacceptable and you just deserve more. So take it easy on yourself. Enjoy a free Sunday free of Chargers football because you absolutely earned it. Go do something fun. But we will be back with you guys potentially tomorrow morning, but at the very latest on Monday morning. But until then, guys, take it easy and go Bolts.